0: We're so glad that you're taking time to listen to this week's message from Bethel Worship Center. Uh, we pray that it blesses you wherever you are in your faith journey. Uh, we do want to let you know that we are open. Our campus is open. Uh, we invite you to go to bwccamden.com. Uh, you can find out everything that we're offering right now at this time and in this season. So make sure to, to, to go there and find the ways that you can stay up to date with everything happening at Bethel Worship Center. But again, uh, wherever you are in your faith journey... Whether you are uh, exploring more about faith, learning who Jesus is, learning about God, uh, you're new in your walk with Jesus Christ, or you've been a longtime follower of Jesus, we pray that today's message blesses you, it encourages you, it equips you. So God bless you. Thank you again for taking part.
1: Amen, amen. It's so awesome to uh, see all of you here today. You can turn your Bibles to the book of Psalms, uh, 126. Uh, We will be reading that psalm. Uh, Here this morning, I want to thank you last week for your reaction to our transform to our transition that will be taking place over these next few weeks and months, and uh, and I just want to thank you uh, for living up to what the vision that has been cast in this house for years that we are not that we are Team Bethel. It's not about an individual, it's not about a person, it is about a church that is in love with Jesus proclaiming to a world that is lost that you can find the same grace and love and mercy that we have experienced as well today. So, uh, so I just thank you for that, and I'm looking forward to uh, these next few weeks. Uh, as I was preparing for this, these next few uh, times we'll have together, uh, there were, there were wor- three words that were just stirring in my heart, and I really didn't know how to put it all together. The words that were stirring were, uh, were uh, 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 renew, uh, unnew, And again, and I've been seeing that in scripture verses as well as in songs that we've been singing, a song, Do It Again, you know, that God is able, all that kind of stuff was stirring in my heart and in my mind. And and then it was just, uh, the Lord just kind of brought it all together that uh, for me over these next few weeks to remind myself and you that it's time to dream again. Uh, the world may have crushed your dreams. I want you to know you can dream again in Jesus Christ. Amen. And this, uh, this psalm that uh, we're going to read here in Psalm 126, this is a song of celebration of a group of people who have been in exile. They have been cast out. They are in a very difficult place, and God has provided the miraculous for them. And so this song uh, that they wrote here is a song of celebration that they are ascending to, the, the, to, uh, to Zion. And it says, When the Lord brought back the captives to Zion, we were like people who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter, our tongues with songs of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. We believe for that as for us today as well. It says, restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the streams in the Negev. Those who sow in tears will reap with songs of joy. And he who goes out weeping, carrying seed to sow, will return with songs of joy, carrying sheaves with him. There is something about singing to the Lord. There is something about singing songs of joy to Him. We have experienced here... Uh, in this moment in time. And, and I love this passage of Scripture because of, is, because of what it's celebrating. A, a bad situation, God intervenes, and it's now a blessed situation in His presence. Uh, so this is a song of celebration, a song of picture of restoring, the restoring power of God, the, the God who stays with us in the storm doesn't leave us nor abandon us. And, and so for anybody that's in here today, anybody who is online today, I want to encourage you, if you need to come home, Today is the day. The Bible is all about today, right? We read it all the time. Today is the day of salvation. The only thing it says about tomorrow is that it's not promised. All right. So today is the day where you can find that restoration. Maybe even during this time of worship, God's already stirred that in your heart. This can be a day to renew your faith uh, in Christ. It can be a day to repent and, and let him restore everything that the enemy has taken, everything that we have allowed to, for this to take place in our life. And, and we can begin again. The Bible says that we can be born again. We can be born, uh, born anew. And, uh, and, and we, you know, we, uh, this the the favorite, my favorite part of the, that passage of scripture that song we read is in in, in uh, Psalm one twenty six and one he said we were like those who dreamed a lot of people their dream has been lost. Their, their dream had been lost because they were in exile. And the declaration was, we were like those who dream." What did it mean? They had gotten their joy back in, your, uh, in their lives. And it's a reminder to us that we can dream again. We can have dreams of hope and dreams of purpose. In, in Psalm 51 and 12, most of us uh, have heard this before, where David uh, uh, prayed and he cried out, Restore to me the joy of your salvation. If you need joy today, I want you to know that God is able to restore that joy into uh, your heart and life in a very powerful way. Now, I don't know how many of you watch a lot of operas. Uh, I don't, but I have watched one and it's called Les Myths. And uh, and it's very sad. Uh, It makes you cry. Uh, Thankfully, uh, those of you my age will understand this. Bugs Bunny taught me a long time ago that uh, opera is supposed to be sad and depressing, right? It's not supposed to have a happy ending. And in this particular uh, song, you have probably all heard, I dreamed a dream that I could see." You know, y'all, whether you know the song, uh, the, the opera or not, you have heard that song, right? Or seen that lady sing uh, that song. And, 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 you know, dreaming a dream, that's an exciting thing. And, and in that song, it begins, it's very happy. It says, there was a time when love was blind. The world was uh, a song. The song was exciting. And then it makes the statement, then everything went wrong. It says, dreams were used and wasted. The tigers come at night. They tear your hope apart. They turn your dream to shame. And then this statement, now life has killed my dream. Sadly, that is a testimony that we see out in our world today we see people who have uh, you know had high hopes had uh, you know gone through struggles and difficulties and there's pain and heartache and sorrow and they have lost uh, the the dream uh, in their life and uh, and this is where for us as the church of the lord jesus christ we should be shining his life and hope around us, okay. We should not be joining in and speaking gloom and doom, and woe is me. We have Jesus in our life okay now here 's the thing: We are able to uh, share this with the world. why? Because as uh, over this past series uh, that we had here uh, at church here with Pastor Javin. we still go through trials, we go through difficulties, we have heartaches, We have things that happen in our life that we don 't understand. But we are able to stand strong. We are able to have hope. Why? Because we have Jesus. That's what it all comes down to. We have Jesus in our heart and in our life. And we know that he is the God who is able to make all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord. So that's why we don't give up. We don't give out. We don't give in because we have a savior who will be with us always. And this world needs to see believers living that out in the midst of whatever we are facing in life. We need to be proclaiming. Yes, but I have a hope. And that hope is in Jesus Christ my Savior and Lord. We can be renewed today. I believe that. We can be transformed today. I believe even during our time of worship, God did a transforming uh, work in our life. You may have been facing all kinds of things, but the Lord, I pray even this, I don't know how you couldn't have joy from what we just experienced a few moments ago. Uh, Joy should have been stirred up in your heart and and in our lives. And and I want you to know today, They just as the psalmist prayed. If you pray that today, God can restore that joy in your life. We also have to understand that joy is different than happiness. All right, happiness is what you know. That's the that's a that's what we're on the pursuit of. Right? Guess what? That's an endless pursuit. It's a fleeting pursuit, okay? Happiness is, a, is a, an emotion that, uh, you know, it, it can be, uh, for some of us, it can be, we can be very happy in one moment and one minute later, all right? We can be, it's, watch anybody at a ball game, okay? Uh, you know, great joy and great sorrow in the minute of, in, the, in a matter of 30 seconds, right? Uh, and so, you know, happiness is not what God gives us. He gives us something much deeper, He gives us joy. The Bible tells us that joy is a supernatural fruit of the Holy Spirit that is living within our lives. And that joy helps us to sing and to celebrate and to rejoice even when we are going through trials especially when we are going through trials. That's when we begin to sing even stronger that my faith and hope and trust is in. We begin, and here's the thing. uh, I I know I've done this in my life. When bad times have happened, you find yourself singing woe is me songs. Gloom, despair, agony on me, you know. Uh, I've told y'all many times before when the high school girlfriend broke up with me, I just played sad song after sad song. Sitting on the dock of the bay. You know, just just mournful things. Guess what that'll do? It'll keep you in that place. But you begin to sing a song of joy to the Lord. You begin to sing a song of rejoicing. Uh, to the Lord. And then all of a sudden things can begin to change, uh, in your life. You can sing joy to the Lord. The, uh, the, the, the Lord has come right. Let earth receive his King. You can sing joyful, joyful. We adore Thee," God of glory, Lord uh, of love. Let's see. I got nervous and missed my spot here. Uh, uh, hearts unfold like flowers before the opening up. The sun above. I love this part. Uh, melt the uh, 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 melt the clouds of sin and sadness. Dark uh, drive the dark uh, of doubt away. Giver of immortal gladness, fill us with the light of day. That's the joy, 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 God's great joy. Joy, joy down in my soul. Sweet, beautiful, soul saving joy. Oh, joy joy in my soul. When I was a child, we grew up singing. I got the joy, 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 joy. Y'all remember that? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. And then I used to love this line because we got to do uh, something that was disgusting. He says, if the devil doesn't like it, he can sit on a tack. <laughs> Okay. You know, I know I miss, I miss those verses up right there, but, uh, but yeah, we enjoyed and, you know, and I went to, you know, church with my cousins and stuff. So we, instead of doing it this way, you know, we do it uh, at them, try to spray them as much as we can. Sadly, that brought us joy. Okay. But this is not the joy I am talking about at this moment in time. We serve a savior who can melt the clouds of sin and sadness and he can restore and he can redeem Someone this week may have told you there's no hope for you, that you can't change, the situations can't change. You, I remind you today, you have Jesus. And with him, all things are possible and nothing is impossible for him. Amen? And so today, you know, we, we celebrate the God who brings transformation. And we celebrate the Savior who brings w- the ultimate transformation in heaven when we see Him face to face. And that should stir joy in our hearts all the time. The Bible has a lot to say about dreams. Has a lot to say about visions, and and there's one particular uh, situation in the book of Acts where uh, you know where Saul Saul sees a um, uh, God spoke to uh, Saul in a vision. This is before he becomes Paul. He spoke to Ananias in a dream, and Ananias in this dream was supposed to go to Paul. Here's the thing: God may give you some dreams that you don't necessarily want to do. <laughs> But he was obedient to what God wanted him to do. And he came and the scales came off the life of Saul. He got a new name, Paul. And he, this man who was filled with hate, and I'm not just talking about angry hate, murderous hate. He was, he was eat up with evil and eat up with anger and rage. And now all of a sudden he has been changed and transformed because of the love of Jesus Christ. Because people, he, he, he listened to the vision and he heard the dream uh, one man. Man heard the dream and he brought transformation in his life. I want you to know when you read this word today, it can help you to dream again. It can help you to, it stirs faith in your heart. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So if we're not hearing and listening to the Word of God, then that faith is not going to grow. That's why it's so important for us to have this in our hearts and in our lives. And how blessed are we to have have this not only in our, our written Word, in a language that we can understand, but we have it on our phones as well, that any moment in time we can have, we can search the Word of God and, bringing, and, and receive encouragement from Him in that uh, whatever we may need at that moment. And now Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 7 gives us this warning. Uh, it says, much dreaming and many words are meaningless. When God bursts a dream in our life, when he bursts something, a revelation comes from his word, that is meant to be put into action. All right. We don't want to be meaningless. We don't want to just be going through the motions. We want transformation in us so that we can see transformation of God taking place in our world today. Uh, you know, there may be some in here right now. You, you have a, a dream of some sort of transforming taking place in your life. Maybe you're struggling with addiction. It could be any kind of thing that you're facing right now. It has a grip on your life and you just don't seem to be able to know how to, uh, to get over it and to overcome it. I want you to know it won't happen with wishful thinking, but it will happen by putting his word into practice, his truth into practice, his love into practice and seeing that. And and then you have to take steps. We have had several people in this house uh, who struggled with uh, alcohol and drug addiction, and they took the step to go to team challenge or, and, and even go to another state. And God has d- taken that step of faith that they have done and brought complete and total restoration in your life. It, we want to be transformed, but we don't want to take that first step of faith. I want to tell you that first step of faith as I preached last week will ultimately begin steps that will change the very trajectory of your life and you will no longer be uh, uh, bound. You will be set free and you will be able to share with others, the freedom that you have in Jesus Christ as well. Am I too excited? Is this okay? Okay. Uh, uh, you know, and, and, you know, uh, for all of us in here, we should have a dream to be like Jesus. I want to be more. I want to be more like Jesus. The song says, if we're going to accomplish that, it's not going to be with, uh, you know, wishful thinking. All right. It takes the discipline of doing the work of trying to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. That means studying our word. That means what you ha- the step you took today. Hopefully, is going to stir something in the trajectory of your life. Uh, to be here, uh, you know, uh, the uh, worship, serving, uh, giving. You know, uh, you know. Uh, uh, there are all kinds of places here in the house, outside the house, where you can find a place to serve and use your gifts and your talents to impact others with the with the The love of Jesus Christ. And, and, you know, and, and, and we, I pray in this week, even now that the seeds planted in all of our hearts to let this dream uh, put, be put into our hearts that, uh, that we want to be like Jesus. And here's the thing. God is very patient with us in the journey. I shared this last week. Sometimes it may seem like three steps forward, two steps back. But you are moving forward in Christ Jesus because you have put your eyes on him, the author and perfecter of your faith. And if you will continue to do that, I promise you there are many in here who have been doing it for many years. They will tell you, you will find that God will direct you and he will not fail you. He will not leave you. He will not forsake you. He is true to his word. Now there, I came across these studies uh, that uh, said that when we get older, stuff begins to happen to our brain. I'm I'm seeing some people looking at each other. Y'all stop that. Don't do that. Husband's looking at wife. One looking at me right now. I'm not going to look now. Not just the forgetful stuff uh, uh, that we go through when we get older. It says, uh, it says, this particular study I saw said that a shift happens in our brain as we get older from the right brain, which is the imagination, that's over here for me, to the left brain, uh, which is more logical. So we begin to lose all that joy and wonder, and we become more logical there uh, in our thinking. And And, uh, and, in, and what happens is uh, we start to live out of our memory instead of looking forward in imagination, right? Uh, and, and, and some of us right now, we can see that maybe we see that taking place in our life. And when I read this, I thought, well, biblically, I, I think it's awesome that we can live in both. Yeah. All right? I believe that we can celebrate the past and what God has done. And we can use those memories not to be something that is lost in the past, but something that reminds us that God, you know, I was struggling here. God intervened. I'm struggling now. I know my God is faithful and he will help me in this situation. Uh, And circumstance, and and so, uh, and in this particular study, uh, as I was looking at it and and thinking about how I shared this, uh, this thought came to my mind that I would like to add something to that study, and that is the the presence and the moving of the Holy Spirit in our lives. It does not account for that. All right. Because I believe with God, all things are possible, right? I don't believe the, the negative reports, those negative things uh, that people bring us. I believe with God, all things are possible. And, uh, and I believe that, uh, you know, uh, with the Holy Spirit in our life, we, we, can, we can have, uh, we can have uh, you know, the faith that is built on years of, of seeing God move. And we can still dream dreams of what God can do, right? We can look back and celebrate the new thing that he did and we don't have to make a monument to it. We can continue living our lives and look forward to the new thing that he's going to do next. That's, that's that kind of fresh hunger mindset that we have uh, in our life. And, and, uh, and, and, and uh, you know, on the day of Pentecost, we, we see the, the proclamation was made. And, and next Sunday, we'll be celebrating that the, 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 birth of, the birthday of the church. All the world will be celebrating the day of Pentecost and what took place. And it said your young people will see visions. Your old uh, people will dream dreams. I want you to know uh, some people may call me, oh, I know I profess that. I'm still on the young side. OK, all right? but I, I can still drink, you know, whatever God wants to do. Like I said, I don't want to I don't want to just have I want to be open to all of it. He wants to bring dreams. He wants to bring visions. We want to be open to say, God, move in our hearts and in our lives. Mark Batterson makes a statement. Uh, he's one of my favorite writers, pastor in D.C. and uh, doing an awesome job there. And he made this statement. He said, the more you pray, the bigger your imagination begin uh, gets. Lord, let that be a reality in our life. That, that, that stirred me. That, that shook me a little bit, you know. Remember that. The more you pray, the more your imagination, you begin to think, this thing's impossible. But with God, all things are possible, right? It begins to stir faith within our hearts and our lives. And so I believe it's possible as we get older, we can have more faith. We don't just have to live out of the past. We can live in daily faith today. Uh, we can still dream about what God is going to do and the new thing that he is going uh, to do in our lives. And so, you know, I, I, as I was thinking about this, I had some uh, thoughts that came to my mind. Uh, y'all know with, uh, with our transition, what's going to be taking place. Uh, I've, I haven't been, I'm a complete peace about a lot of things. But, but right now, y'all know what the housing market is. Uh, and there's nothing for sale. Right, everything's pending every time we go, so we got to have somewhere to live. And I was just about to get to a place where I had to, you know, uh, you know, in my talking to the Lord about it, that it was it was not in a good place. And all of a sudden, we Judy and I actually had this conversation. God has never left us before, right? He's not going to leave us now. And, and 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 so I began to remember uh, when uh, we got married. Now nobody does this kind of stuff anymore today. And my story, this story is awesome. Pastor Don's story is even more awesome. Uh, But, uh, but, you know, we got married with nothing but school books and uh, whatever they gave us as wedding gifts. And so we're, we're going up to DC to work in, uh, uh, you know, we got married, honeymoon, got in the old, 83 Oldsmobile and headed to uh, 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 the District of Columbia, to the inner city there to work with kids with the Salvation Army. And uh, we are heading, yeah, you know, as as we're getting prepared for that, you know, most people don't do that. They get married and they go to a house and that kind of stuff, you know. Well, no, this is where we're going. We're going, we don't know what's going to be out there in the future. But we know for the next 10 weeks, this is where we're going to be. That's trusting God, Right. So we loaded up in there. Uh, You know, we had one room. There was a Salvation Army had a building there, and they gave us a room. We put a padlock on it so we could have our school books and our wedding gifts in there. And that's where we began our married life, working every day uh, 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 with those kids, doing, you know, that kind of stuff. And, you know, I look back on it and I think, you know, where were we going to live, what were we going to have? I didn't know it was just going to be a room, but I'm thankful for that room. At the time, if, to be honest with you, I was so in love with Jesus and so in love with my wife. I didn't care where we were, right? we Just happy. And then we have to, so we have to go, I have to finish my school at Virginia Beach. So we're heading that way. And uh, uh, and, and we, we take a trip. And some of you have heard this story before, but I'm going to tell all my old stories over these next few weeks, okay? Uh, <laughs> we... Um, so we, we, we realized we, we need to go find us a place to live when I start school. And, uh, and so we're going to the apartment complexes. We go to all these different places. We went to several. Nobody was even at the door on a Saturday. Nobody was there. It was unbelievable. We're, you know, well, you know, and we're starting to do that little panic. Where are we going to live? What are we going to do? This is terrible. And, you know, do we just go back to D.C.? We decided to uh, get a hotel room there in Virginia Beach. We were going to go to our church, uh, Living Word in Virginia Beach that we went to. And after the service comes over, is over a man that I really don't even know that well. I just recognize him from being church. He came over to me and he said, uh, do you know anybody that's looking for an efficiency apartment to rent? Now, think about that. If we had gone back, we would have missed it. But God had us right where. And and at the time, rent was $450 for an apartment back in those days in 1992. He was offering it for $275 a month. All right. Now, it was in a place called Ward's Corner, which is one of the most dangerous places to live in the United States of America. (laughs) Okay, so the Seven Eleven right behind there. there will be gunplay at night, and but we, you know, we were tucked away. We were kind of like in the hiding place. That's what I called our little apartment up there. We are safe. God is uh, with us, and you know, and, and and then and then all of a sudden, uh, the phone call came from Pastor Don to come here. So we went from that one room. Uh, in the Salvation Army. We went from that little efficiency apartment. Next thing you know, we moved into Parsonage where there's 35 rooms in there. We didn't know what to do. It was just a, you know, a picture of God directing us and he, you know, and when I look back on that time, I really don't, I don't remember worrying all that much. It was just this, just this thought, you know, God's going to take care of us. I want you to know today, I still have that same mindset. We should all have that. doesn't matter how old we get or how young we are. We should have that mindset. If we are faithful and trusting him, he will guide and direct our path in our lives. Now, you know, we we see great stories in the Bible uh, of great miracles taking place. And, uh, you know, we think of these people as robots, right? When they're walking around Jericho seven times, right? In silence, we think of them as just, you know, uh, every person there was just really on board with it. I've got to imagine there's some dude that was walking going to himself. This is what we're going to (laughs) do. Then silence. We're going to walk around. And then, you know, they get done. Wait a minute. We're going to do this tomorrow. This is what we're going to do. But they did it in obedience and the walls came down. Uh, You think about uh, uh, David. You know, he seemed to be. Uh, gung-ho and ready to, I I wonder at some point in time, right at that moment as he's going to Goliath, and he got a good look at him, if there was a way to, okay wait a minute, no, I'm going to trust you God, I'm going to trust you God in this moment in time, we look at Moses and all the different things that he had to wonder about, that God asked him to do, and and some, you know, we actually have him audibilizing those type things uh, in his life, you think about Noah building the ark, day after day working on it, the mocking all the different things that were taking place uh, in his life, he had to be thinking, what is God doing? Uh, you know, is this really something I should be doing? But he and his family were saved. We see all of these miraculous things that take place in the scripture. And it's because people were willing to obey what God has spoken into their hearts and their lives, trust in him. And they all found victory. All right. Even in the midst of trial, even in the midst of difficulties. And, and, and it's so, you know, uh, w- God is moving here in this very moment in your life. Right now, you may be online, you're in here, and you're struggling. You're looking for direction. I want you to know you can keep. Keep taking those steps of faith. Keep taking those steps of obedience to God's word. That, that Psalm that we read from Psalm fifty-one, twelve. I forgot one part of it. It said, and he, he said, uh, restore to me the joy of my salvation and give me a willing spirit. You know what that willing spirit means? If you, re, if you were to continue that statement, it is a willing spirit to obey your truth. All right. Give me a willing spirit to obey what your word says. And when I do that, I know that you will lead me in the places that he wants to be. Right now, for those of you that are awake, there are miraculous things that are taking place. Uh, even at this moment in time that we are not aware of. Uh, As as we have been reading these uh, verses and talking about this, we don't know it, but uh, millions of impulses are taking place on our uh, synapses, you know, and and, uh, uh, I don't know all these technical terms, you know, but uh, our heart is pumping right now. Five quarts of blood as you are sitting there, not even thinking about it. The Earth is moving at sixty-seven thousand miles an hour. Just in us sitting here in the very natural, there is incredible, amazing things that are taking place just in that. And we look at we, and when we actually think about it, it reminds us: Is there anything impossible for God? All right, if He is able to keep us. In uh, where we're sitting still, we think we're sitting still. You're flying right now. Did you know that? You are flying right now, okay? Uh, But we we feel at peace and still, why? Because God has everything in his control. So I encourage you today. If the things of this world have attempted to steal the dream of your life, dream of ministry that you have... I want you to be encouraged today that God has not left you. He has not forsake you. And he will, no matter young or old, he will use you to impact this world with the love of Jesus Christ. You are here for a reason and for a purpose. Uh, when I was at Emmanuel, before I went, how I got to Regent is there was a recruiter who came there. I don't know how many of you know Dr. King. Uh he, he looked a lot like Dr. King Olatosi. And, uh, and, and he came there and he was talking to me and, uh, he was telling me about the school and you know, I just told him plainly, I, I can't do this. I don't have any money. Okay. I've used all my money. I'm, I'm, I'm trying out for youth pastor jobs all over South Carolina, trying to find somewhere to go to work. Cause I just can't afford this. And that man said, uh, he, he grabbed me by the hand. And he said, can I pray with you? And I said, yes, you can pray with me. That'll be fine. And he begins praying and he begins. It was a prayer. I don't remember exactly, but something like this. God, if you were able to create the heavens and the earth, if you're able to make all the oceans and all the rivers and all the seas and all the birds and all the flowers and all the thing. And, you know, I actually have one little eye open. and I'm going, oh, he's convicting me right now. He's making me feel bad at this moment in time. If God is able to, you know, and he's laying all these different things, God is able. And he said, surely, God, if you're able to set the universe into place, you can surely help this man find the funds to be able to go to school. (laughs) And it worked. He convicted me. All right. Uh, He convicted me to get there. And, And not only did God provide, and Judy can attest to this story as well, I was a little short to pay for that first. And I had a glass jar that I had been saving pennies and stuff. I literally took the jar to Regent University and dumped it out and said, see if this will help me to get in. And it did. Okay. God was with me. And that's, you know, as, as we continue, as I get to be older, I want to still have that same level of faith in my life that even when it looks bleak, even that God is able. And the awesome part of that story is that as he was, as we got finished with the prayer, there was a young man by the name of Quentin Payne. He was a six foot five basketball player on the team. He used to call me Kyle Macy. And if you don't know who that is, that's actually a compliment. Okay. For me, it was, uh, and, and he, as we got done with that prayer, he came over and he put his hand on my shoulder and that other guy's shoulder. And he said, forget it, man. He done signed sign with Kentucky. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I did not sign with Kentucky. Okay. I believe in here, I believe online, there are dreams to be birthed in our hearts and our lives. We see it all over the world. Uh, uh, Here's just some example. A guy named Adam Taylor, you may have not heard of him. He was on a mission trip to Ethiopia. He saw a 15-year-old boy coming out of the sewer. So he went to the sewer to see what was going on and come to find out there were a, a pile of orphans who were living in those sewers. And God stirred in his heart... And he created a ministry called Change Boys to rescue them from those sewers and to put them in a home. Uh, I guess this is a question I needed to ask from the very beginning: Are we willing to ask God to give us dreams, His dreams? Are we willing to walk in? Are we willing to allow God to birth a dream in us of how in our lives how we're to grow and mature in our ministry? Uh, you know there are all kinds of opportunities especially in children's ministry in this house for you to be a part of and to use your gifts and your talent and the love God's placed in your life we have so many other stories I've shared with you before Charles you know the Salvation Army I mentioned earlier William and Catherine Booth you know they weren't saying let's he did, William and Catherine didn't get together and say let's start a, a, a ministry that goes all over the world what they saw was men living under the bridges in London and they said we have to do something about this they wanted to solve that one problem in then it exploded into this ministry that is all over the globe. And if you've, if you've never seen the Mully movie, M-L-U-L-L-E-Y, I encourage you to watch it. it was a man who, he was a man who had been abandoned by his family, and he wound up creating. He literally has the largest family in the world. If you haven't seen Mully's testimony, I encourage you to do that. Uh, but he is literally transforming uh, the nation of Kenya uh, uh, through uh, what he has done over these past 30 years. is an incredible story. I want to share this last little word with you before we uh, worship here again. Luke chapter 6 and verse 38. It says, give and it will be given unto you. And I know we normally hear this, you know, if you've been hearing this from the prosperity preacher, I want you to die to what they said and and let's listen to what the word says. Given it shall be given unto you. A good measure, pressed down, shaking together and running over, will be poured into your lap for the measure you use, it will be measured for you. For the believer in Jesus Christ, what is the command for us? Give. Give. Give of your resources. Give of your talents. Give of your time. Give whatever it may be. Whatever opportunity God places in our life. Give. And I will add this as well. Give your dreams to Jesus. God-sized dreams. I heard someone challenge a congregation one time and they said, you know, are we willing to have the dreams that only God can make possible? all right it's are we willing to have that level of faith in god and trust in him in our lives and in and this context of giving it shall be given unto you if you read that whole verse that's where it talks about loving your enemies it talks about all this very radical living out and being like jesus christ and i challenge us today if we want to dream big dreams it has to be in with us willing to give Give of our, our our time, give of our talents, give of our prayers, give whatever it may be that God has placed in our hands uh, to birth dreams within us. And, and, and when we give, then we get to give again because God is the one who continues to pour into our lives. So I want us to stand here for just a moment and I want to pray over you. And we're going to sing this song. With your heads bowed and your eyes closed for just a moment. If you would, uh, in here today, say, you know, I've, I've been going through the motions, or you would say, I have, my heart and my spirit has been so cold because of situations, circumstances, whatever it may be, and you would say today, I want this to be a today moment for me. I want to be stirred. I want to be renewed. I want to be uh, refreshed. I want to be uh, challenged. I want to be uh, lifted up. I want to be uh, whatever we need in this moment in time. I want to give whatever I need to give so that I can be everything that God wants me to be. And today, if something is stirred in your heart and, and you want this to be a today moment for you and you say, my, my dreams have not been what they need to be, and I want to be able to dream God-sized dream. That with your head bow and eye close? anybody today? Just lift up your hand. My dreams have not. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We're going to sing this song uh, again. And as we sing in this time of worship, I'll be down here. My wife, if you need prayer, you can come talk to us. Pastor Jamin's right over here. You can speak to him if you'd like. prayer in this moment in time. But if God's stirring in your heart and your life and you need to take a step of faith, not just do it where you are. I need to take a step of faith and say, uh, say, Lord, I am trusting you. I need you to, I want you. I have been living in, in, in malaise. I've been living in apathy and I want you to burst something new in me. I just want you to know the altar is open at this time. And as we, uh, uh, take this word that's been shared, we want to activate it now in faith. As we sing, This song of glory to God. The altar's open this time as we worship. In Jesus'
0: name, hallelujah. If you need prayer in any way today, we would love for you to reach out to us. You can go to our website, bwccambin.com. Go to our contact page. You'll find a link there to request prayer or send us anything that you would like to communicate with us today. Or you can also simply text the word PRAYER to 803-676-7566.